This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. <laughs> well, Brody Smith, thank you so much for joining us and for putting up with us. Uh, no I heard, problem. I, we got a lot of questions for you. And, yes. Uh, I hear that you have a lot to say. I mean. Well, I think this episode, I think this was a good episode. I think it was great, too. I think, I think it was a good episode, for sure. And maybe some stuff to say about prior episodes, too. Uh, oh, yeah, so why, yeah, don't you, yeah. why don't you start with those prior episodes while we try to get Krista on? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> my, memory, my memory is awful, by the way. So if you have any questions about prior episodes, chime in. But um, I did want to mention, and I believe it was the second episode in Cartagena, when we did the tent building, the pop-up, I believe it was, mm-hmm. we actually did what Darius, the Vine Brothers did, but they didn't show it. We actually showed up to the beach without having the clue. Oh. Um, and we actually, because the other problem too is driving down that road, we saw the, what was the weird, um, I can't even think of the name of it. Blair, Blair and her dad's... Um, I'm blanking on the name. They had to do the, the task. Oh, their no, speed no. bump. Their speed they had bump. To do, yeah, exactly. Their speed bump. And I saw that board from a distance and it wasn't the initial, like it wasn't the original speed bump board. And so yeah. I was like, dude, there's the clue. Let's go. <clears throat> because what ended up happening is we got to the juice stand, I think before they were ready for us. And so the camera was like filming like B roll stuff. And I'm like, dude, I think this is where the task is going to like, I think this is where we're going to have to end up going because there were still arrows. So that was like a 30 minute, like mistake, 30 minutes of us just driving around for no reason. So um, that was, that was a little bit frustrating. Yay, didn't show that. So, oh. so, oh. <laughs> wow. Krista, right. Welcome. Hi. I have like serious anxiety right now from all that, Justin. Listen, between, I, I've been getting texts from you, tweets from him, Facebook messages, so I'm going through three oh, different yeah. things. I, like, I can't help it all. I'm a perfectionist at like 745. I'm like ready to go. I'm sweating. All right. The gang is here. James Earl will be joining us later, but let's kick this off officially. Season 28, Episode 5 recap is going to be on hold because we got special guests from one of the Frizz Bros. The Frizz Bros. (laughs) (laughs) The trickster himself, Brody Smith. Thank you so much for joining us. And you were explaining about previous episodes uh, before, before uh, before Krista joined us, so you can jump right back in. Yeah, so I just want to say, oh, go, Krista. No, they actually, I mentioned that in one of our podcasts because they showed that in an extra clip over yours, yeah. So It was was really awkward because it was one of those times where Phil's, like, on the race being like, and now, Brody and Kurt, what are they going to decide? And he was like, wait, they don't have the clue? And, like, we were like, (laughs) what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why why you did it in the middle of the pack. All of a sudden, Phil, like, came in the middle. He never does that, so that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. And they had, like, our taxi, like, turn around to get, like, a good shot and, like, all this, like, extra time, and then we didn't have the clue, so we felt like idiots, but... It happens. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. It definitely happens to the best of us. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Brody, I have a question. What did you do to prepare? 
What did you do for, to, to prepare? Like, did you practice reading maps, drive stick shift? Uh, I mean, my most important thing I did was did as much physical therapy as I could on my knee because I tore my ACL in uh, April, had surgery in May, and then walking around New York, I slipped on a cup. And <laughs> tore, a yes, cup? this is like three months. Cup. It was just a plastic cup for some reason. I don't know. I wasn't looking. The problem was, honestly, I was texting at the time, honestly. So my my phone got the best of me, but I slipped on a cup and like straight legged um, my right knee and ended up tearing my meniscus. Uh, And then I had to go into surgery again. And it was actually funny because I got like a freak out call from the amazing race people being like, so yeah, we just saw on your Instagram, you're in surgery again for your knee, uh, like a couple months before we start, like, are you guys going to be able to, are you going to be able to do this? So oh, man. that's, wow. that was my most important thing that's is like physical. being able, being <laughs> able to like walk and not like wake up and not doing, you know, physical it's, stuff. It's crazy the parallels between you being the orange team, like almost team Texas like and the green funny. team versus us. You having like leg issues. And they're orange. First and second place. You're orange, they're green. Do you see the parallels? <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely something I think we started picking up up uh p- picking up uh, like throughout the race of like having this little one two battle. Um even though yours guys kinda was you know, later. I don't know later on but uh but yeah we definitely picked that up but tyler and Corey are so cool so it wasn't like i don't know it was weird we were just kind of all vibing i guess at the beginning of the race you know it wasn't so much a rivalry like justin and texas <laughs> like you guys are like a friendly rivalry it's not yeah <laughs> cut through I think, it. yeah i mean it definitely was an interesting uh season because we all kind of knew of well i knew a lot of the people already Um, I think a lot of people didn't really know who we were, but it was one of those things where a lot of people already kind of knew of each other. And so it wasn't like, Oh, let's just backstab these people. It was more like, no, I actually am a fan of this guy or like, we like these people. So it was was a weird dynamic for sure. Do you think that that makes it harder for you during the race to want to win and have like that competition because you know some, because I know for me, say I ever went back on all stars and I was Uh competing with like, Justin or James Earl, like, I feel like it's kind of, that's, that's different. It's a whole different dynamic. So, you have like a little bit of loyalty to them. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a little different for me and Kurt because, uh, we definitely come from a very competitive background. Um, mm-hmm. and like me and Kurt, uh, became friends on the ultimate Frisbee team, uh, competing. And that's like, that's basically our relationship is just competing. Um, but I think this, I think this season adds in a little bit dynamic, which I think you guys have all seen of like everyone's kind of really friendly. And then I think honestly, no one's going to really say it, but I think there is also this, like, I don't want to piss off this person's million fans. I don't want to piss <laughs> off this person. You know, there is, a, I think there's a little you bit of fans on your, I think, well, I think there's a little bit. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the friendships and stuff are genuine for sure, because we're all hanging out. We all continue to talk and text each other. Yeah, um, but I think at the beginning there definitely was this like, okay, let's not piss off anyone. I know for me and Kurt, for sure. We just knew that, we had we would maybe get a target on our back early on and so our goal kind of going back a couple episodes too about me giving the um answer to bernie and ashley and to matt and dana like our goal the entire time like this first couple episodes is let's try to make everyone really like us 
So that way they won't hurt us later on. That was kind of our mindset. That explains that explains nobody using the u-turn yeah especially that double blind u-turn i mean that's sick it's a double blind (laughs) u-turn clearly people clearly i know clearly people didn't know (laughs) yeah so so uh was there any uh rivalry in the beginning for you did you guys look around and say hey we got this we're like the biggest and the best in shape or did you look at anybody I mean, I've Kurt. Kurt wasn't actually that big of a like. He hadn't watched the Amazing Race that much. He knew of the show when I, you know, asked him to be my partner. Um, but I definitely we started watching a lot of episodes. I know he was starting to watch episodes on his own. I started from episode uh, season one. It was like my family show growing up. That and Survivor, and so I was very familiar with the uh, you know the 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 show, and I knew that the team that you look at on paper is not necessarily the team that wins ever really. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much things that can happen. And so me and Kurt, we, I made sure like, dude, you can't just say like, Oh, we got this in the bag. We'll crush this team. We'll crush this team. Cause you never know what could happen. And so we, we looked at every team as a threat. Now, obviously at this point in the season, obviously Tyler and Corey is the biggest threat to beat us because they have been so consistent no matter what, like whether it's physical, mental, whatever it is, they have been, you know, right there with us. And if not better than us on some of these legs. So we knew that they were our biggest threat, but like anyone could beat us. Anyone, like we have one bag taxi. We mess, you know, we don't read the clue exactly. Any of these teams can beat us. Cause I don't know, just on the race, it was kind of a scary thought that like, all these people have traveled. All these people are very smart. It's like no one was really out of their comfort zone. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes in the watching these, um, you know, previous episodes, some people you can tell like with cameras in their face and stuff like that, they freak out a little bit. And everyone here was very comfortable with the cameras. So I don't know. It was a tough season for sure. All right. We're going to jump around and talk, ask you questions about this episode here because there is a lot of things we need to Yes. Know. Yes. Uh, I had a quick question. Did you know that this wasn't frozen and this is the amazing race? You were trying to build a snowman. <laughs> he's, like, oh, he's like, hold off over here. <laughs> Wait, where was I trying to build a snowman? When you got all your snow gear, it might have been in the what? extra footage. In the extra footage, I think it was. Yeah. You you were putting on the gear and you were trying on everything and you're like, oh, I hope we build a snowman. I, I think we're going to build a snowman. snowman. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Was... I know it looks like frozen, but it's not frozen. You are on the amazing race. All snowman right. building is I not a build a snowman. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, I wish they actually showed my guesses because I think there's always this person on every season that like tries to guess what you're going to do. I know Justin, that was you. And I know they showed some of yours throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, but literally I would drive Kurt mad because on the drive I'd be like, dude, I think we might be doing this. Like if we're doing this, you need, like I was always <laughs> analyzing and thinking like oh if God. we get here, yeah. this is what's going to happen. This is what's, you know, and I was literally wrong every single time. Yeah, I was never, say, never right. You always think you know what you're going to walk into, and then when you read the clue or something, then it's completely the opposite of what you think every single time. Like, you can oh prepare as much as you want and yeah. overanalyze, but once you get there, yeah, you just don't know. Exactly. Now, is, is there anything that you want to comment, any comments that you want to make on Bloaty before we move on from that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want, okay, so I, I wanted to ask because Blair is in the chat right now, so oh. you guys are friends now, though, right? Yeah, of course. Do you have a girlfriend? Yes. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you follow if you follow him on Snapchat, it's pretty uh, it's pretty uh, simple to see. But you also should check out. He put out a new video today, and you Wait. should definitely check that out. Uh, what? Um, Are gonna you going to steal his glory before you go? Before he goes? No, I. <laughs> no, well, this is my job. I'm the girl. So, like, how is it? Is it weird to watch back with your girlfriend when it's that? No, not really. I mean, uh, we did, we kind of had a conversation and we, we were smart that, you know, we wanted this, the main focus of, uh, us being there to be the race. And so we never wanted to jeopardize that. Um, and so I think we did a good job of that, of like keeping the focus on the race. That's why we were both there. Um, and so I don't think, you know, when you watch, when you watch back the episodes, they don't really have anything to show because there wasn't really anything um, there. But, um, yeah, no, I think we did I think we did a good job, and, yeah. All right. We had to get your side, because we got one side, so we, it was only fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler wants you to keep your relationship hush-hush still, though. Ooh. I feel like I'm doing a decent job. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I, 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 you guys, I you guys just blatantly asked the question. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sorry for setting you up for that, bro. It wasn't okay. the bro, man. It wasn't yeah, yeah, the bro. I feel you. I feel you, man. <laughs> All right. Now, seriously, when you were on that mountain and you uh, were, were running and you fell on your face and then you mm -hmm. asked, um, are we doing it? Um, did you really yeah. think that you were doing it right at that point when you were think, face deep in the snow? <laughs> so, again, my memory is, like, terrible, but I, I want to say that I might have said that prior to – because what happens if you watch um, our shoot? Well, first off, the, when Corey was coming up, uh, my guy had already set up his shoot. So basically, I've never done paragliding before, but you set up your shoot on the ground and then you start running. And if you saw, like, when I started running, I was already, like, deep into the snow and way off the cliff. And a lot of the other people started on top. The reason for that was he set it up incorrectly, unfortunately. And no. so when we, when we took our first like 10 steps, instead of the shoot going up in the air, like it's supposed to, it flipped because he set it up upside down. And so I didn't want to be that guy, but in my head, I was like, I wanted to kind of be like, dude, can we just like go back up and like restart? I didn't want to be like the guy like, oh, look at Brody trying to be the expert. Like I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just didn't feel really comfortable starting where we were. So anyways, when you see us take off, like the, the shoot like goes in front of us. And so we basically Superman for a little bit off the snow. And so I think that's when I said, are we doing it? Thinking like, Superman. and then all of a sudden it's just face snow to the face. And we slid, <laughs> we slid down. Like I know Aaron fell three times, but luckily for her, all her falls were kind of high. We were like down the mountain. Yeah, I saw. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I'm glad they didn't really show any of my GoPro footage on the way back up because I was not the uh, nicest person in the world. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, we I'm all are sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, is that is that the reason that you looked actually pissed when you ran up behind Tyler and Corey at the finish line? Because there was a quick shot to your face, and as much yeah. as you smile on the show, that was not there. There was like a – Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where, again, to I mean – it was one of those episodes, if you watch, there's really no way of passing anyone, right? If, if, if we're in first and they're in second, 
and we don't make a mistake, no one can pass. Because on the traversing, you can't pass someone on there. If you had someone in front of you, even though me and Kurt got up there before everyone else and we had like, I think, three minutes a head start, because we actually didn't see Tyler and Corey when we were on there. We were already off the traversing by the time they started, I believe. Wow. Um, but you couldn't pass anyone. So if you, you know, Bernie and Ashley, they picked the camping because they kind of knew that that was the only way they were going to actually be able to pass someone. Uh Um, And then the gondolas, the gondola situation, like only two teams could go up at once. That was supposed to cause separation. I mean, that was the point of it to cause a little separation with some teams. Yeah, it caused some separation. Also, like when we got done traversing, the gondola person wouldn't let take us down initially. Uh, I, was pretty livid about that. They like were trying to wait for, I think Tyler and Corey to come. So we would go down together and I was like, no, we're going now. Cause there's only one gondola. Um, so there was really, honestly, there was no time to like all the drivers knew where they were going. That's what no I was going to ask. Yeah. Too about that because it wasn't it, all yeah, of the ta- mark. So it mm-hmm. kind of, it was like, there was no separation, like a taxi getting lost. There was nothing like that could have happened. So it was like, you have mm-hmm. more car. And also they, uh, how far away were those cars with the license? Not plate? far. I so think, I think, all we, in like different I, think we, I think we found ours in literally 15 seconds. Really? Wow. And then yeah. how far were the other ones apart? They were I, like, huh? I, from, from what I heard from other people, I'd never, like, they kind of made it seem like people were searching around the whole city. I think everything was pretty close. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, honestly, if you were last and only had to find one car, you might've been looking around like the couple streets right next to where we started, but it wasn't like this car is a mile you, away. And you, you, know why, you know why they did that with the Mark cars for this episode? Was there a reason? Because it kind of, like, so, I like the element of it well, that's what somebody asked like why why don't they trust the racers enough to drive how yeah, far it was this yeah. was snow and ice i don't think this yeah, is right so i was gonna say there was no taxis there i think literally i might have saw 15 people my entire time in that city like there was no one in it was like a dead really? city there was no there was no one there um and then also like it was very very bad conditions because talking to the paragliders. I think that's one of the reasons why so many people fell is because it had snowed so much the days before that um, I don't think they were expecting that much powder on the snow because before they said like there was like no snow up there. It was like pretty easy just to run down. So I think the conditions got really bad. And so I think just having a driver used to being able to drive around those areas, you know, to make sure no one flew off a cliff was probably a, a safe production move there. I get it. But we need more taxis coming up. I'm over that. <laughs> I'm over the Mark stuff. Let's get, well, let's get I don't know how much I can say, but I, I can tell yeah, you that you crazy oh. taxi is in the future for sure. All right. Well, okay. That's it. And, don't say anything else. <laughs> and, I, and I also have insider information that there is a self-drive during this season. So we will see it. I know we will. We exactly. will be driving. I know. Are you allowed to say that? I just did. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, yeah, you, you, you run the biggest I, podcast for Amazing Race Weekend. Do whatever you want, man. <laughs> come on, come huh? <laughs> oh, Bertram is calling. Hold on. <laughs> oh, one second. Do you remember when I yelled at Bertram? I retract my former statement. He just immediately cuts off. <laughs> I yelled at him. <laughs> yeah. Krista, Krista was the only one on our season that really gave it to Bertram. She was... Uh, Shut up, Bert! Shut he up! Loves me. He loves me. Wow. Damn. He loves me. It's, no, it's fine. 
<laughs> All right, bro. Is there anything that you want to clear up right here, right now? This is your platform. This is it. What do you need to say, man? The world is waiting. We know your instructor screwed up. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think I think it was good. And like I said, like Tyler and Corey, they were right there behind us the entire time. Um, that was. Uh, I'm trying to say they didn't show. One thing they didn't show of the race was the dynamite. They made it seem like the dynamite was super easy to find. I don't. I can't remember what team it was, but I know one team. If you saw all those stairs that Bernie and Ashley had to walk down to to build the tent. I think one team walked down, I'm not sure all of them, but walked down some of them looking for the dynamite. And also the lunch clue, that was confusing to a lot of us. A lot of us were going around looking for like this lunch thing when in fact the baguette was the thing the entire time. So Oh man. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was Italian bread. No one else thought that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a baguette. That's a French baguette. That's Italian bread. They're kidding. No, okay, you didn't. Yeah. So you're you're a professional athlete. What what the conditions? Well, I mean, the breathe the breathe the breathing conditions. How how nice crazy was say. it? Um, was it really hard to breathe, or was it just because there was so much up and because, down? Yeah, Dana looked like was she having a panic attack because she was nervous, or was it the altitude that was so high and she couldn't breathe? I mean, the altitude I'm sure played a played a role for sure. Um, yeah. I think maybe if you did have a fear of heights or a little bit of that, like. I could slip off this mountain and die moment. Um, that probably also escalated. For yeah, that us, can always, that always does yeah, it. That's, that's a small <laughs> thing though. That's a for us, the biggest thing was we were tied to a rope. And so Kurt was in front of me initially. And so that one time that you saw me like collide into him is like, if you go too far, you're pulling the other person. If they're not ready to get like, to take that step, because I know a lot of teams, I know a lot, a lot of teams are having issues with like getting pulled by the person in front. So Oh, wow. Um, the altitude, I mean, I was glad to be on that gondola. I can tell you that much because it was a little bit of a huffing and puffing. A, lo a lot of stairs. They didn't show how high those stairs were. Yeah, they never do. They never they show. They never show the stairs, man. They never show the stairs. So many stairs. They just think you get up there. <laughs> we know. We know. Don't worry. All right. Anybody got any questions for Brody before we let him go and get on with the recaps? Or Brody, is there anything you want to clear up? It's just the time. Oh, you guys are doing – I just want to say you guys are doing a good job, though. It's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I, I look forward to your recaps every every week. And I think they will keep getting better and better when the episodes get a little more freakier and freakier. Well, I, I, I hear – only doing freaky stuff tonight <laughs> on the recap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep a positive environment. There's always negative things you can point out, but there's always positive things to point out. And a lot of oh, for sure. Uh, we will always be fair here, but we will also be honest. So uh, there are yeah. times we can't be. We can't. So that's be, why uh, I had to ask about you know the girl situation. Sorry. Yeah, no. Ask, <laughs> ask away. It's all good. No worries. And we the really appreciate this, this this season 28 cast like uh, supporting us and chiming in. That's uh, it. Really means a lot. It's always helpful. And, and yeah, you, guys, you guys do a great job. So. Thank you very we much. Know. We know what it's like. So <laughs> we know. Brody, tell people where to find your new stuff. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. How about that? Brody Smith 21. <laughs> All right. If you're really feeling it. <laughs> if you want to do some freaky stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are bad. All right. Brody Smith, one half of uh, Team Frizz Bros. Tell Kurt we said what's up. And you guys keep kicking ass, man. You're really doing a Appreciate good job. It. Yes. And Thanks, tell guys. Kurt I want a salsa with him. 
Dude, he's so Ooh, good. Ridiculous. He's so good. He's so, so good. good. I'm going to so watch good. that. You have to see him. He wants to take one of my dance classes, and he told me he's going to teach me a salsa. Dude, uh-huh. do it for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate good it. Good night. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. That was cool. All right. I'm okay. glad everything is all situated. James Earl is on his way home, so he'll be joining in as soon as He's we get here. Probably driving like a madman to get here. <laughs> Season scrubs. Sorry. Aww. I didn't mean to ruin your... That's okay. Season 28, Episode 5 Recap. My name is Justin... Joe, Diana. Sorry, I was speaking to you. <laughs> <This is> a- <laughs> she zones out. And Krista. That's right. From the cheerleaders and James Earl will be joining us in a second. But this episode starts off with a full recap, which I love. A full intro, which they're still getting, of course. Can I say something about that? I was so upset. Our intro stopped when? How many legs? I think four. Like the fourth leg. <laughs> I was so jealous when they, they had the full intro. That's like the, the best part of the show. It is. I <laughs> Especially for you guys. You guys had the damn hair flip. <laughs> I know. Come on. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. I mean, so we start in this beautiful Chamonix, France. I mean, this has got to be one of the most beautiful places that the race has ever been. <laughs> I said it looked like Frozen. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Elsa was there. De- you know, de- definitely was. Oh. One of the legs that I'm very jealous of, actually, and I, I would really want to be a part of this leg. And the, I also something I was kind of jealous of, I can't lie, is they start the leg with a big pile of free stuff. Oh, my God. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> jealous of the snowsuits. <laughs> and they got sunglasses. They got boots. Yeah, they, got, they got, like, there survivor was, buffs. There was accessories involved. Like, I know. Sunglasses. I was, I was really, really... I, I don't know that I would have liked all the winter gear, though. I'm not a I'm not a winter person, yeah, so um, I would have loved to do this. But I'm glad that we had the heat season. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I agree with that. Are your Are your headphones in? Because I, I still hear us in the background. So I'm just asking. I don't know if they're me in all the way. Yeah. Well, they have really big earrings on. <laughs> so it's causing I the got, echo. I bought these earrings for the recap when I got my eyebrows done for the recap. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. We're getting used now. All right, so Brody's pants are too tight, and Kyla notices that ass. And that, he definitely takes advantage of uh, the opportunities to get those one liners in. I, I appreciate that about uh, Tyler. As we move on, 10.46, the first team takes off, search the streets to find a car with matching license plates, and take that to Le Grand Monte Gondola Station See, on Mount sorry. Blanc. Yeah. It's something like that, that, that the looking for the car only took like 15 seconds. That's so frustrating. Yeah, like, well, I know. That's what I, like, that's why I wanted why to ask Why couldn't there. it be in a square mile? I mean, at least make it difficult. Make it I want to know challenging. The reasoning. Yeah, the reasoning for that. Maybe because someone's going to or get hurt, well, they had to keep it close. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they had to keep it close because that, you know, like they were allowed on the gondola before it even technically opened and they were trying to keep it. Yeah, but this was an time. opportunity for, for have eight teams that are bunched yeah. up no, well, and give them a exactly. chance to spread out. Exactly. And, and that started, that, that literally finished minutes apart on the pit stop the leg before to really allow people to shuffle it up and to move. And not only were they close to them, they were all, they weren't even spread out. They were right. all kind of in the same section, he said. So that was a little, mm, it was it's, kind it's of like a no chance for somebody to get ahead with that. But right. 
Yeah. And so that was a little disappointing uh, yeah. while, while watching that, because that was a chance to do something that could have changed the whole course of the race. Now, I got excited. I, you know, I saw the clue and I think a lot of us got excited. It was like, oh, my God, are they going to go to this car and then get in the car and do a self-drive? No. They go to the car and they get in and the guy drives, <laughs> drives them to where they need to be. Yeah. They, all they said was gondola. He was like, OK. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of speaking of gondolas, I, I have to just say, my mom, she always calls them gondolas. <laughs> so well, you're Italian, so she probably get the gondola like in Italy. I don't know, but she calls them gondolas. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go on a gondola ride. I'm like, mom, you, you mean gondola ride? That's oh, an yeah, Italian yeah. thing. <laughs> gondola. Uh. But it didn't happen. Uh, and as they're in the cars, Tyler and Corey talk about staying on top and about being in one and two and having that confidence. Kurt and Brody talk about limiting their mistakes. And we get to the uh, route info. It's uh, Mount Blanc, the highest mountain in Central Europe. They must ascend 11,000 feet. So they have to choose a guide, and grab some gear and a baguette and head up. Um, anybody watch Jeopardy? This was the final Jeopardy question. I think it was on Wednesday. No way. Was it? Yes, it was. The answer was Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. And I was there like, oh, my gosh. Because it said something about about um, the city. Chamonix. Chamonix. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was like, Chamonix. oh, my God, that's that's where the week before they finished the pit stop. And then stop. it said Mount Blanc. And then that was where they went on Friday, if anybody saw that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is when Tyler and Corey take advantage of the situation and choose the hottest guy in all of Chamonix, France, to take Yeah, he was the- cute. The other one's not so much, but that one was cute. I would have chose him. <laughs> would, that, would that have been a factor in our choosing? Ben? I mean, if given the option, if I'm Diana, don't. I was like, oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah, I'm care. not a jealous guy. He knows. He knows my. I know my she rankings. ain't going anywhere. No. Unless, unless it's for Leo, but anyway. Yeah, I, I, she can go. Hey, if, if she could get a chance with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, if you're watching, uh, I yeah. know you. I we know, know he's watching. Fan. I know he's a big <laughs> fan of the recaps. Um, oh he's yeah. Of, he's one of the creepers in, the, in the room. He loves the peasants. His name. His name in the room is Michael Jenks. So go hit up. Michael <laughs> Jenks. That's actually Leonardo DiCaprio. Huge fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have dimples. I have dimples, Leo. Well, she has permission uh, to cheat with Leo. So if you're watching, uh, all right, guys. All right, here we go. First gondola ride has Kurt and Brody, Tyler and Corey heading up. And if you've seen the extra bonus footage, Corey, I mean Tyler, is so short that he almost gets decapitated by uh, Brody's axe. Wait, how tall is Tyler? How tall are he? you? Tyler? He, he's five six, I think. He's At five, and and I think that's Kurt, giant for me. Yeah, and I think Brody is like. Six six or six five, so he's like a foot taller than him. But Corey's very tall. Yeah, Corey's right. my height. Yeah, he's like yeah, six one. I'm five five. I'm so. five almost one. Uh, and I love this uh, this part of the race because this is the first chance that there is some sort of separation where they allow only two teams to go up at a time with the second group being. Do you burned. think that they did that on purpose, or do you think it was just? supposed no, to be like that. I think it was logistics. I think because you could only have one team doing the baguette thing at a time. And I don't really think that it allowed for separation because really when you got there, you were in line for the gondola. I was going to say gondola. Yeah, but gondola. I mean, it's, it's a chance. It's something to give you a couple extra minutes. And those extra minutes always made the difference. Always. Only a couple minutes. Because it was one now. gondola. It had to go up and then come all the way back and then go all the way back up. So uh, Brody is 6'5". Yeah. Somebody's watching from Croatia where it's 1.30 in the morning. Oh, Tyler's my height. He's 5'5". Five five. He's not 5'6". Five he's 5'5". Five five. Oh, Brody is 6'5". Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was, it's yeah. A, it's, it's a, yeah, he's like Josh's height. 
Yeah, this is the tallest cast I think there's ever been on the race. Yeah, I remember you came home and said, everybody is so tall. Like, I'm used to being a big guy. I was small in that room. Well, anyway, uh, so <laughs> so Bernie says it's his first time that this has ever happened to him as his baguette doesn't seem to be staying hard. It cracks and crumbles uh, and uh, they take a chance. There are so many good jokes. There's so many, there good, so yeah. many things in there. Like Dana was like, our toes are not for sale or dancers. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then when Blair was trying to give advice to Zach and he was like, no, no, it's not going to help. Just pretend it's like crying. my magic. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he was like, mm, no, no like, that oh, doesn't help. Doesn't help. And then they were talking about eating Tyler. They were calling him. Oh Tyler. yeah, oh, like, that was so much material in those rides up there. I don't know how they they went to Tyler. I'd agree with Tyler. They should cook like Brody at least. That's what I thought. Know. The biggest one. You no, know, see, I thought one. they would cook Tyler first because he's the smallest and he would be easy to like overtake. He's like the know? little fillet and yeah, Tyler's. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would go for the bigger. <laughs> size matters in this situation uh, so uh so he's yeah i have that here they say he uh they want to cook cory but um tyler because he's so tender i uh, have it too tender tyler <laughs> and, and then he goes are you calling me tender <laughs> i know he was, I know, so many funny things i also loved watching sherry this whole episode so i'm definitely gonna fangirl she's a little in the bit on sherry. Yes. Uh, oh she's yes, here hi, thank, sherry. You, uh, thank you so much for joining us yeah sherry uh <laughs> is in here and she's uh, she starts off the episode saying she wants to do this to prove that she could do this to show that she's part of this team and she's not being helped uh and and right from the start of the episode i believe her She's crying and she's like nervous, but I believe her. I don't believe she's going to give up. And Blair uh, passes the church and she takes oh, the yeah. opportunity to say, this is a place we can get married. He's like, um, you've got to get your boyfriends in order. <laughs> Scott took the chance to throw shade quick. Wait, I wrote the quote down. What did he say? Oh, my God. It's something really, really funny. You need, you need to get it. your boyfriend straight first. Your boyfriend. Yeah. It, he's like, get your boyfriends all squared up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and uh, we also see Aaron pulling a Krista. Did we notice Aaron pulling oh a Krista? Oh my God, that's what I said when I was watching. I was like, this poor girl. I'm like, that's why I'm so happy we did the our season because there was snow involved. Can you imagine me? I would have been on the floor the whole season. <laughs> that was the second time she wiped out, so she's catching up to you. Oh, I guess she's not. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're, we're even. Yeah. <laughs> so, every, everyone can't believe how high that, that this thing is going and then once they get to the first place and they realize that they have to hang upside down like they're in the middle of an action movie and crawl across and grab like a, a, a clue off another snow peak I mean visually this was beautiful would you, either of you have been scared I would have been scared Definitely. see the thing is when I look back at the race now I'm like I can't believe I did those things would I wake up and do that today no but when your adrenaline is just rushing so much when we did the bungee and things like that and um the um hand glide, the micro light I can't believe I did that but at the same time it's like your adrenaline when you want to win you just gotta go so I don't think I don't think I would have been scared it's easier to say but at the time like when we did our things I wasn't which normally I would be so it's it was hard to watch though because it was really really high up. Oh, scary stuff. There's a, a lot of viewers here right now, and I looked, and there's not a lot of thumbs ups. There's not a lot of shares. So, so we're gonna take a pause here to for for our sponsor break, and our sponsor is gonna give you a perfect chance to go and thumbs up the video and share it on your Facebook, your Twitter. Uh, What's that sponsor? 
I was going to say our sponsor is Travelocity. People are asking when we're taking our trips, and we are taking our first trip a week from today. One week from today, we're going to Sh- Shanghai, you know China. I, I lived there for a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Can you help me get a visa? Yeah. <laughs> just just has to go one, to New yeah. York tomorrow. I'm okay. trying to get a visa. I'm going to drive up to New York again. You're, to gonna, you're going to love Shanghai. I'm so excited for you. And I went to the Bund. Remember, it was on uh, the season with the Chippendales. That's yeah. where we're staying. Yeah. That's where we're staying. We're staying. Yeah, we're gonna, oh, I'm so excited for you guys. All right, guys. You had perfect opportunity to go thumbs up and like that. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Back to the episode. Everyone can't believe how high this peak is. And uh, this is when we start to see a lot of fear kicking in. Uh, and the big controversy of this episode, I think that is not talked about enough. Ashley. Goes across, grabs the clue, drops her clue, and then drops it. Hmm. And then all well, she has to do is go back and get a second one. Well, would do you think that that was planned out ahead of time? Because it looked to me, and what I've heard, that it was the helicopters that were um, blowing a lot of the wind and why it fell. So I think they kind of were prepared for it. I don't think they were going to consider it a penalty if that happened. But I'm not sure. No, I, I didn't. I just want to chime in. I don't know. Yeah, if the races are there, but if it had anything to do with a helicopter or anything above that might have influenced it, then I totally agree. No penalty. I'm pretty but, sure that's what happened, but go ahead. Yeah, if somebody can confirm that in the chat room. But if that's not what happened, I think that this could have been penalty time. I think they could have been really? a half hour. And I think there's a precedent. Uh, I think this was. Uh, somebody saying that it was pulled 14? off the line. She didn't drop it. Okay. Oh. I don't know. Oh. No penalty. For Corey's Emerald, no penalty for Ashley's clue, Tyler said. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Harmstone can remember the last uh, time that uh, there was a penalty for a drop to a clue. Uh, all right, Zach yeah. is here, and he wants to know why the clue is on a cliff, and then he starts to rethink the whole thing. This is kind of one of the reasons I like Zach, but kind of one of the reasons I'm really worried, because he's not as aggressive, which makes him uh, take a step back and think about things, which can be great. Unless it can be good because he's he his laid back kind of attitude is working in a way. But so, fear challenges not going to work. Yeah, not going to work. Yeah, but he back. did it. He yeah. did it, and he did it without hesitation. So he did pull through. But that's why I was, you know, he's he's on my team, so I'm rooting for him. Of course, Blair is cheering on Scott. Uh, a lot of people, you know, every time she talks, they 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 don't give her the chance anymore. They just feel like it's just grading now, uh, and she screams, "Daddy!" And I don't know why people think they're a little. Bugged out by a It's like a Cole girl. saying, Mom! Yeah. yeah. Get over it. I, I call my dad, Dad. I'm 40 years old. I call my dad, Dad. And sometimes, yes, when I kiss my dad, I kiss him on the lips sometimes. And I'm 40 years old. Get over <laughs> it. All right, T-Mine. Yeah. I love him. I say goodnight. I say I love you. You know, like, hey. I don't know. Can we talk about, though, like how fast Scott did it? So everyone who keeps saying that they are like a weak team or everything else, he They're flew not. through that. So he definitely did. to him. I was impressed. And, and, and I like that uh, Blair was cheering him on. She was, you know, doing exactly what a teammate should do. You did so well, Daddy. And this is, uh, let's talk about Sherry and Cole a little bit. Uh, both of these people got to this area and didn't think either of them could do it. And Cole pretty much said he couldn't do it. And yeah, this, you, he like froze up. You can yeah, tell. Like, I, was, I did. was really surprised at that. Yeah, I, somebody so did I. Like, I hey. didn't know he was going to be that um, frightened. So, and, I mean, it's just like, what you were probably going to get into it just, you know, goes to show like the way she stepped up for her son, like even though she was scared, really shows you, you know, what kind of mother she is and how she was willing to just do it. She's like, you know what? He's done everything 
I'm going to do it. And even though she was scared, she was crying. Like, I have to give her so much credit for doing that because that that's what a mom does. You know, she was, she was like worried about her baby and she's like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to hang off a cliff for, for yeah. my child. And it's, yeah, it was like mama, mama bear, mama bear yeah. I'm going to call this the super mom move of the episode because oh. what, <laughs> what, what people don't realize is because she did this and she showed that she could push through her fears later in the episode when she comes and she actually makes the super fan move of the episode uh, is when she talks Cole into taking Taking the correct task. And I wrote I that down too. I don't think Cole would have taken that correct task had mom not stepped up and shown yeah. him how to overcome his fears. Exactly. So she, did, did a, yeah, she was a perfect teammate in that situation. She did it again. That was the smartest move she could have made. She's like, you know what? We just have to do it. Even though she was scared, she pushed him. And if they would have went to that other detour, I think they would have been in big trouble. So way yeah. to go, Sherry. And I love... And I love that Cole was sitting there crying the whole time, just watching because he was scared for his mom and he cared. Yeah, but I, know. I think he was he was crying because then he was like more pr- like so proud. And um, Sherry said like he did freeze up, but he's really, really, really scared of heights. So yeah. that's you know that's hard for if you're scared of heights. That's you a really freeze, good yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we come to the detour: dynamite or campsite? Well, dynamite, you had to deliver explosives and lunch and uh, wait for an avalanche, and then you can move on and get into your next clue. This was really cool. Or campsite, properly pitch a tent to receive your next clue. Uh, This one, in the fun factor, 100% looking at dynamite. Wow. Holy cow. I want to do that. I know. Me too. I would have picked that. (laughs) Without without hesitation, I would have been like, hell yeah. I want to do that. I don't care what it takes. I would have just called the word dynamite and been like, we're doing it. I don't care what it is. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Diana, you agree? What? Dynamite? dynamite? Yeah, so hands down. And then looking at campsite, I was like, I shovel enough snow in New York, honey. I am not doing this. (laughs) Mm -mm. Not today. Now, I understand Bernie and Ashley's uh, reasoning for this. They, they were like, you know what? We don't think we're going to come in last. And I think this is the chance for us to get ahead and get from fourth place where they are, middle of the package, uh, to get that chance to get to first place. Now, I'm cool with them taking a chance because this said that uh, they said it fit into their skill set. They've set up dozens of tents in the past. So they took the calculated risk on a skill set that they, they had, and I'm okay with that. It turned out to be a terrible idea. Yeah. I'm okay with the strategy. I liked, I liked that they did. That's one of the things I have written down for them. I like that they took the chance to kind of break out of the pack. It's either going to work completely in your favor or not. And that's a risk that you have to take. Unfortunately, it didn't. But I give them a lot of credit for kind of like stepping away from the pack and doing that. So good for them. Because I don't know if I would have been able to do that. They also made one of the critical Amazing Race errors when you say like, hey, we've done this dozens of times. This should be this should be pretty easy. Cut to right. Boom. Oh, oh it broke. What do we do? Oh, I no, say no. that all the time. Like whenever we watch cooking shows or shows, they're like, oh, my favorite, you know, like my my signature dish is this. And they vomit. It. It's all the time. It's foreshadowing. Uh, I try to teach it to my kids. Uh, it's, this is tell. definitely a place you could teach foreshadowing. to. Wait, anyone. guys, did we miss the lunch thing? Oh, no, is we're that... going we're, we're going back okay. to dynamite now. Okay. <laughs> We got to talk yeah. about the lunch. I figured campsite, there's only one team. We could do that and get it over with. Now, over, yeah. over at Dynamite, we see Kurt and Brody, sh- oh, yeah. and Bro- Brody struggle- struggling. <laughs> struggling, <laughs> struggling with the rope link between them. They can't get into the right rhythm. Uh, Dana and Matt can't find a Dynamite, and Dana 
flips out a little bit and has to pull her stuff down. And is it panic attack? You think? Yeah, yeah. panic attack. I <laughs> think that I have really, really bad anxiety, and I think that being up there, and I think the altitude having to do with it, and then all that stuff on you, it's really overwhelming. And she looked like she yeah, could have Hello. Yay, my love. Hi. Oh, Alice just woke up. He got excited. Oh, I guess he did, because I'm here now. All right, James Earl, we're just getting into the detour. We talked about campsite with Bernie and Ashley, and we're just starting to talk about dynamite. Dynamite. And we're up to the part where Dana flips out a little bit and has a panic attack from what uh, uh, Krista and Diana have both experienced panic attacks in the past, so... No, that's what you were describing. It sounds most consistent with a panic attack. Yeah, that's right. And the doctor. Medical terms. Forgot we have a doctor in the room. Very consistent with panic attack, raising heartbeat. I'm sorry, just came from work. And we could tell. I love your dedication, man. You're the best. Uh, I also, at this point, we see Tyler and Corey do really well, as they always do. And they then they also tell Matt and Dana where the dynamite is, which is all the way back down that long flight of stairs that she just went up. Again, it's one of those times to help a team when it doesn't, like, hurt you. Yeah, yeah it won't hurt you as bad because you know that they're going to have to go all the way back down and all the way back yeah. Uh, Dana again is terrified and Matt seems to be really patient really supportive with her during this episode uh, knowing that it's not like her being mean or being a- an ass it's, yeah. it's it's that tension building up inside and she's trying to let it out so she was genuinely scared and it looked like the shoes they had on were not good for the snow I don't know I'm not really like into that but I was reading a lot of things that people that go skiing and and climbing, they were saying stuff about the shoes. They're like, they shouldn't be wearing those. They couldn't, like, grip their feet. So I want to know if the racers, how they felt actually climbing. Is that why they kept falling and stuff like that? So if the chat room, if you could let us know, that would be awesome. We also have, see a Tyler genuinely 100% being terrified here, climbing up this mountain and, and slipping. And I like seeing fear in people. Fear means they care. And fear means there's passion. And in, in this case, fear was just like a beautiful location and you could possibly die. And they talked about dying so much this episode. Also, poor Tyler, if you looked at his glasses at this point, <laughs> it, looked like, okay, it looked like milk was covered then. Like they were, like you couldn't see anything. No. Yeah, the key, whenever anything's fogging up in your glasses, the, the key is to uncover your nose for future anything. It's your nose that's fogging up your glasses. Really? Yeah. He reminded me so much of Tiffany in this because he kept saying, I can't do it because my glasses are going to fog up and every time there was water she's like I can't do it because of my contacts so I was like oh Tyler said he cried on the side of the mountain and I I don't blame him I would have been crying right there too I think I would have reacted like Dana with the I'm really scared uh, well, oh hey about the shoes Sherry just said those are the shoes that they gave us yeah so. no yeah I know that but I I was reading they were someone wrote that the shoes that they gave them weren't proper to be in the snow oh what well, so I, like, I thought the shoes were sufficient well, okay. this is where uh, uh, the runner-up for superfan move of the episode comes in, and where Corey actually pulls a little bit of a Tiffany with a nice little motivational speech to get Cor- uh, to get to get Tyler in the right state of mind again. And uh, I think he was real supportive. And that's something that that doesn't go noticed as much uh, in the race, but so it means so much to have to have the, a supportive partner. It definitely changes the game. Uh, Dana, you know what I wonder about this episode, this part yeah, though. Yeah. As a as a viewer, I was getting a little confused about where the racers were. Like, 
relative to everyone else because like the location that they were doing like the dynamite and like getting up to the place all looked so similar that I know that I had to watch it like like I had to keep rewinding to figure out where people were. Yeah. And I don't know if I was the only person that had that issue. No, it was hard to tell because there, I don't know how many peaks there were for these people to climb at the same time or if it was just one and you had to keep waiting and go back. And if that was the case, it, they were just they, they were in the same order that they were always in. And I think that was the case from what um, Brody said earlier. There was no chance to pass people on this, this task. <laughs> Wait, I'm laughing because Tyler said Kurt gave his sunglasses to Herman. So only, only, only race eyes are, race eyes are going to understand that. But yeah. He traded him for some band-aids, I bet. He really needed that band-aid. And he really band-aid. No band-aid. Don't, don't say my name on camera. Do not say his name on camera. Don't I don't, say my name I don't need that. some bold guy busting through that door and grabbing me by the neck in the middle of my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And then, like, rappel him through the window, like, kick it out. No, like, he talks exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger because they're from the same place, and he's like, I must break you. Like, he's this serious dude. Like, he's so scared. I will say, though, sorry, going back to the dynamite, I'm jumping around. I will say, I think that one looks a little more physical in comparison to the campsite, just because you're having to do a lot of climbing in some very thin air. Um, at least with the campsite, I know there was a lot of digging, but I just don't feel like that's the same as having to, like, climb and balance and shift and all that stuff. Well, I think that it was a pretty clear that the dynamite was faster on this one. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying it wasn't faster. Oh. I'm just saying it was more physical. Oh, maybe, yeah, because you had to go up and down. And- I think you just shovel. And James Earl, I don't know, you're in Alabama. There's shovel. not much snow there, but shoveling yeah. is – it depends, too, if it's, like, wet snow, heavy snow, and if you're yeah. high – Shoveling is very physical. That's what we were talking about before. It's like I'm from New York. Like we know shoveling here. It's it's not it's gotcha. not fun and it's is not. Blair, is Blair in the chat? Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. Okay, well, I have a question for Blair because here at this point, it's like almost surprised me because I think this is I don't know if this was awesome strategy on her part or if it was just like oh, a the comment? yeah where she she sits there and Scott grabs the dynamite and thinks they need to pick up lunch but Blair thinks that uh, people eat baguettes for lunch so she figures it out but then Aaron and Jocelyn get there and grab it and and she makes a comment to I them think that she I think that she was really being quirky I don't know if she was really trying to mess with them. And she, I, was curious, joking. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I was curious to know if the audio was at that point because anytime I don't see audio with mouth you know, movements, it's a little yeah. like. Mm. She um, said, I wish it was strategy. So that's what I figured it uh, wasn't. She was just, yeah, she was just being Blair. But because, because right after that, she said, Daddy, do you think I should tell him I was kidding? And then that was the, I thought it was like, wait, maybe she said, she's like, hmm, that's the strategy. Yeah, but. I think it was just like her kind of kidding around. And she said it wasn't in the chat. So. Okay. Yeah. So I wound up uh, putting, uh, giving about a five to three to five minute uh, head start because uh, the clever girls got lost looking for the, the lunch. Yeah. Blair said they edited it and it was different. Oh, yes. they called it. Got it. That, that, also, that, Kurt, Kurt wanted to point out how stupid of an idea it was to put the dynamite in the shirt. I was just thinking he was trying to keep it warm. Just keep it close to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is when we see Aaron and Jocelyn scrambling to look for the lunch because Blair threw him off with her evil plot. <laughs> that, that was so funny. And I was reading their tweets, and they said they actually stole Phil's lunch. Yes. <laughs> that, you can't write that. You can't make that up. No, you can't. 
It's in the bonus clips, isn't it? Yeah, it's, they show her rifling through this big bag, and this is a big bag full of a lot of stuff, and it happens to be a Phil's actual lunch. So that would have been awesome if they wound up stealing it and bring it to the top of the mountain. Phil's <laughs> like, that's my ham and cheese. Uh, you have a 30 minute penalty out. for stealing my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> But Aaron and Jocelyn end up finding the place by accident and then saying, do you guys eat baguettes for lunch? And hand it in. And that's exactly the place that it winds up being. So they find it by accident. And then Sherry and Cole crying their whole way through the whole thing. That, but they do make their way through it. This has been a tough episode for Sherry and Cole as far as yeah. emotion-wise. Yeah, they were really nervous. Yeah, I will say, even the, I would give a little credit, though, even through the tears. Sherry did say something smart, I think. She was, she was talking about how long it would take to set up a campsite. Like, because Cole yeah, just wanted to do the campsite. That. And Sherry, she, are you already talking about that? I'm sorry. No, no, right. no but you're right. You're right. You're, you're, you're side of it. But, yeah, Sherry, I think, was smart to keep pushing Cole to do the other side of the detour. And I feel like she was having to do, like, a motherly, gentle push to make it happen. But it, I think that paid off for him in the end. Definitely. We were saying, like, there could have possibility of them maybe being eliminated if oh, they, they did the other one. I think if they had done yeah. the other one, they would have been eliminated. Yeah, and, and, and I'm calling this the super fan move of the episode where Mother Sherry talks her son into overcoming his fears and pushing through because this is the right decision. And she convinces a kid who's literally brought to tears by his fear yeah. to push through. And that's, I mean, you can't ask. So more Sherry's people. the super fan. She got the super fan award. So Sherry, you got this week's super fan award. So All right. Kudos to you. We no need to wait till the episode ends for this one. All mm -hmm. right. Uh, so we have to route info. We have to take a car to the Pran Paraz gondola station and search for your next the same clue. car. <laughs> And uh, this is where they get the roadblock. Who wants to feel the wind beneath their wings? And this is the best part of the entire episode. Yes. Uh, if if there's this part here is what makes this episode special. It is what makes the episode go from like mm, to like wow. This last fifteen minutes is probably can be up there with some of the best 15 minutes of any amazing race ever in my book. And I'll, and I'll go through why. So the tandem paraglide, who wants to uh, feel the wind beneath their wings? It's a tandem paraglide Man. where you have to look for the Yeti and he will have something for you to remember. Now, did anybody think this was an actual Yeti? It, uh, I'm going to say it was a big one. Uncle John! <laughs> when you said that it was Uncle John in the costume, do you know I really believed you? <laughs> Wait, I but like, no, wasn't? I believe that too. No, we I just, just made fun. Yeah, we don't know we're just like, it's probably I Uncle John. They're like, yo, John, get in the Yeti costume. <laughs> yeah, I could picture him like all with his nose. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, get in the costume. Go ahead, let's go. Right, For right. everybody who's not on the race, Uncle John was like our babysitter. He's like, uh, he's like <laughs> your Uncle, Uncle John. John. He's, he's like a he short, everything. little, cool, happy I'm sure guy. I'm Sherry and Tyler. They, awesome. know they know. They know John, Uncle John. Yeah. So that was a terrible Yeti costume. A little disappointed. Uh, and the Yeti co it was just waving a French flag. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I have a lot to say about that, too. All right. Yeah, Corey's ex, too, is that I once dated a Yeti. That was a good <laughs> that, one. Okay, that, I thought that was the title quote. That's what I said. That it, yeah. was the no offense, Brody, but Corey had the episode title. I once dated a Yeti. Really? That, that was it. That should have been it. Yeah. Ooh, Tyler doesn't know Uncle John. Ooh. Sorry, that was so annoying. What? Uncle John. Uncle John. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, is John still there? And, um, oh, maybe he's not. Blair doesn't. Oh, All right, Blair doesn't. All right, this is inside joke. This is inside. Nobody Sorry. knows. We'll find uh, out yeah. about it afterwards. Yeah, we're being annoying. God. 
All right, the, yeah. snow is, the snow is very deep, and we found out that it just recently snowed there, and there was a lot of fresh powder that they weren't expecting. <laughs> I always thought I'd met that Yeti that Corey was doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the snow looked like it was at least at least three or four. I mean, they were running, like, above their knees. Well, I got inside information from Erin, uh, who gave me the details on, why, on what separated everybody on this. She said underneath the snow there was different types of um, uh, like platforms. So there was one, there was rocks. So you would, if you ran on the rocks, that was cool. But in the other area, there may have been a bush. So you're like walking and there's a bush. Oh. So it's, oh. the that snow was is so deep. You didn't know what was underneath the snow. And everybody, if you watched, everybody that was up towards the top of the hill that ran down that path got off better than everybody that was at the bottom of the hill because it was different footing underneath the yeah, snow. So that made all of the difference. And, and yeah, like someone's we were talking about before and someone just said it in the chat that it had snow the day before. So there was probably so much extra snow on top of it that running in that was probably that much harder for them. Oh, and I think it was, probably would have been up to here on me. Yeah, I think that <laughs> was the trick to the roadblock. I don't think it was so much in spotting the Yeti because unless unless the camera was tricking me, like the camera zoomed in at the Yeti at one point and then zoomed back out and I saw the pass of the people running. Yeah. So I think the Yeti was like immediately after the beginning. So I don't think that was really the trick. I think the trick was keeping your like knees up and getting like getting taken off. It definitely made a difference for teams. Uh, this was the only part of the race where teams actually had a chance to pass each other. Also, one of the most beautiful settings oh my with gosh. the sun oh. and the mountains. I mean, in the history of the race, definitely. I, this so is nice. Gorgeous. Yeah, I have written down that only Corey, Matt, Blair, Sherry all got it on their first try. Everybody else. I have something about Sherry on that one. Bless her little legs. I don't know if you watched her when she was doing all Bless her legs. Uh, but when she, like, she's in the air, and she's still running. Like, <laughs> if nobody can watch it, her legs are still moving. And actually, that's what's getting my little seal clap if we're spoiling things, because that made me so happy, because that's how determined she was. Like, she was little like, I'm still in the air, and I'm going to keep running while we're in the air. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I did notice it. And for me, I, it reminded me of like E.T. when they're bicycling and he gets on the air and he's still riding. Oh, somebody yeah, said. Like a dog above water. Um, like if you answered the question incorrectly, what would you have done? Because it's sure, not like you would. We, we could guess again or redo the jump. Well, oh. this is, yeah, this is why I kind yeah. of, I want, I wish the, the roadblock was challenging, obviously the tape off, but I wish there was something more than with the flag, you know, how we had to find the motto or the flag. When we found it, we had to go to knife's edge. So I kind of wish that there was maybe something more like leading into it. It wasn't just like, okay, I see the flag. It was kind of really, really obvious. That's what somebody said. Like, uh, was the, was the question asked, like, what was what was the flag the Yeti was holding, yes, or was what the, was, the was the Yeti question. holding? No, it was what was the flag the, that the Yeti. Yeah, had I feel like it should have been a little bit more. Yeah, a little more difficult. A little more difficult, but I understand the takeoff was hard and everything else. But maybe you know, leaning it to somewhere else like we did, or something like that. Yeah, I do so, think Brody had a great quote with this roadblock that kind of sums up the race. And, like, I love it because he was like, this is what the amazing race yeah. is about, doing things you would never do in your entire life. And, like, that just sums up the race in one little sentence. And I loved it. Well, that's right. why I called Cherry out. And I think that, like, overcoming your fears <laughs> and just, like, rising above makes you, like – those are the moments that make you grow on the race. And those are the moments that you can't buy doing anything else. Sorry for laughing oh, at you, Diana. I was reading Sherry's comment and she was I like, know. I'm going to keep running until my ass yeah. is in my seat. <laughs> Sherry said she didn't have a path that Erin and Ashley did have one and she didn't. So, and she got up. 
You go, girl. Yeah, Let's she power on. through. So yeah. this, so on this roadblock, we see, uh, we see uh, Brody gets there first, and his problem is that he was running up, and he's like, "Who's so sick? Who's so sick? I want you. Who's so sick?" So he grabs uh, first. Yeah, you didn't say who's the best hand glider or who is like relatively my height, which is what I would have looked for. Somebody who's my height, so we run at the same pace. But he picked a guy that was really short, and I think that. But would you been would you have been thinking that at the time we're looking back? You thought that probably. And that's how much he was always analyzing every single. So you, thing. you would have thought that. You think? Oh, well, when goodness. they say pick somebody, I'm like when when we had to pick the French rap, I looked around trying to see who I thought spoke the You're best. Right. I did that too, and also with the tango, I did that as yeah, well. Yeah, well, for the tango, I looked. At, I was like, all right, who would I feel most comfortable with? That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I was like the man. <laughs> and for the rap, I didn't get a choice. He just jumped in and picked that. One. Yeah, I just picked the guy who I thought would. Be, had to speak the I would have yeah, picked like the girl. white girl probably with like the curly hair. Yeah, white girls. Oh. Yeah, white girls can't rhyme. Um, um, excuse me, I disagree. That's true. Kurt stole out his partner saying, looking at his GoPro instead of running. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm trying to film. And so Tyler tells Corey that he can't do this because his glasses will fog up, which I found funny. Typical <laughs> Tiffany. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Blair said that her dad picked the biggest, the biggest guy he wanted to protect me, like while she was oh. doing the paragliding. Oh, thank you. Good job. That was really smart. So the snow seems very deep. It's all about the landscape positioning on the mountains. We find out that Matt Stefanina, besides being a freaking world-class dancer. I was, did not know this. Was a competitive snowboarder yeah. for 10 years. This kid is talented. Yeah, seriously. So he nails the takeoff on his first try. It looked like he was the one that knew how to run through snow better than anybody. It didn't look like he had a problem at all uh, on this challenge. Uh, Kurt cheering on... Um, Corey thinking it's Brody. Oh, oh, right. Okay, so. He thought off, it was him first, yeah. Yes, so off on the mountain, Brody is up there, and he's first to take off. And from what the insider information that we heard is that his instructor put the, the parachute upside down. So when they took off, it went <clears throat> straight down. So he lost the chance for his first place, but Corey took advantage of it, powering through like they always do. They get to the tasks, they power through, and they solid and steady. Corey nails it his first try and uh, cuts to a great scene, which I love. The the contestants down on the on the ground looking up. You can't tell who it is. There's a little drama being built here. Who's going to be in first place? And this is when Tyler goes nuts and Corey screams and we're number one. And <laughs> a very happy moment. I, I know Diana was going nuts. She I loves what her Tyler's like, just, he gets, he does like jumps ups and down. And, yeah. and his laugh is just. I know. Just a piece of it. I just want a piece of it. <laughs> I will say though, how nerve wracking is it to be the other like person doing the roadblock? Because a lot of the times you can see what's going on. You have somewhat of an idea. These people uh, really had no idea until they were there. Yeah. Like, how nerve-wracking is that? Well, yeah, it was kind of like when we were in Poland and everything was going on in the kitchen area and you were just sitting yeah. there waiting and you had no idea what was going on. And when she would come back, you're like, is it right? Like, you had just no clue. That's the worst feeling, just waiting to see if they're going to come back and who is it with the right thing. So Wait, Tyler said, wait, oh, my God, Kurt, remember when we thought it was Brody and I was like, oh, what a shame if a helicopter snipped the parachute and then it was Corey. <laughs> and then it was Corey. 
Turk goes, I knew there was an issue because I knew who would be yelling, and I didn't hear anything, so I knew something was up. <laughs> oh, I always think so make funny. fun of themselves. That's really yeah, fun. that's so great. But uh, it's a very happy moment for Diana and the green team as they leave out of there, and Kurt is just baffled, wondering how the heck could this happen again? The green team popping ahead of him, as those notorious green teams tend to do. Oh. Off this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're off the mountain and uh, they do really well. Yeah, but they win so much more humbly than you. Yes. You, you I'd say too. Yes, because. You, Justin, that's it. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm very confident. And uh, when people ask me questions yeah, about confident. how I'm feeling, no, I tell them the truth. They're confident too. They're confident too. I'm confident. This is it, friends. What? I always just say, it's the way you say it. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, we'll have a therapy session here. Therapy sessions Couple live on, on Tuesdays. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be the mediator. What <laughs> you was there when she was coming in for the landing? She's like, Daddy, I did it. <laughs> I did too. I love it so much. I can't even. Uh, Rachel's on the mountain. She fails her first shot, giving Scott uh, and Blair a chance to get ahead. And this is what I love to see. Like, everybody's on the mountain. These are the challenges that I love. You can see the people right there and you can see them fail and you can see them succeed. And that's when everybody's tension is rising. And that's when true champions are at their best. And this is when people perform. And as the same all season long, the cream has rise to the top. The same four or five teams have been at the top every single time. And it's not just because they're the first there. It's because they're- Except Scott and Blair. They've sneaked their way up here this time. And that's what I was going to say. It's like this, this time right here is- Scott and Blair took uh, yeah, advantage of the I opportunity. Do. I do have to say, looking at, you know, at my draft picks, uh, out of the two of you, I have all three of them. I kind of hate that I don't have draft picks, but I'm all right. You, you can be with me. Oh, uh, well, you joined. You, we didn't know you were going to join us permanently. We thought we were just going to have you for an episode. I know, but, you know. We, you that's season. That's season we'll do on everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rachel fails her first shot, which gives uh, a Scott and Blair a chance, and they totally take advantage of it, of it and, and pull ahead and finish in the top four for the first time this season, which is so awesome for them. Very happy to see them do it. And at the bottom, we see the partners on the mountain wondering who's in the sky. You see Bernie. He says, I have a feeling that's not Blair, uh, or we would have heard it by now. And, then, <laughs> and that's the perfect editing into <laughs> <laughs> Zach is bewildered. He's down there. He can't believe it. He says, there's my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that they're that old and they still have that relationship. I mean, every every father wants to talk We talk about it all the time. I, I don't just know. How old is she? She's not 21 or 22, isn't she? Yeah, really? but that's the time when kids are like on their own. baby. Rebelling. Yeah, she's 21. I didn't know that. I feel so old. <laughs> You stop it! I don't even want to talk. She wasn't even born, but I graduated high school. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this leaves a great showdown at the top of the mountain, all lined up, waiting for the air to come. You got. This Ash- was my favorite favorite part of the episode when the three girls were lined up and that shot and you're just like that anticipation of waiting and that wind coming I thought that that was the best part of the episode yes I would hate to live that moment though like bless the three of them because you know like the moment you see one person take off you're like crap 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 should have taken off please trip please trip please trip please trip and that's what happens that's how they felt 
And so that's that, how this, it goes, yeah. They're sitting there waiting. Ashley goes for it. She's like, what the hell? I'm going for it. I'm in position. Boom, fails. Now she has to climb all the way back to the top. Sherry's instructor whispers in her ear, you got to give it all you got. This is one try. We're going to do it. Sherry's crying and huffing and puffing and runs down the hill and boom, takes <laughs> off. And that's like when the crowd goes wild watching the episode. <laughs> the I love sweet. the little lads kicking. The little what? lads never stopped. So funny. <laughs> This I was genuinely excited watching this part of the uh, of the race. I tweeted about it. I was watching it. I was on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, "This is what the race is all about." Coming down to the end, when people who are fighting their fears and overcome it at the perfect time. It's I just loved the best. It, it was so awesome. She nailed it. And then Erin is sitting there, like, "Oh my God, she has to try. She has to try." Boom, fails again. Ashley sees her. She has a chance. She goes again, but no. <laughs> that's when we see all the teammates on the ground screaming for their partners in the air, not knowing who's above them. And then Ashley calls back. This is good narration. And woo. All the teams are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> this is me being excited. I was, this is me, what I was thinking in my head. I had to try to uh, get it out on paper. And then, <laughs> so, so Ashley calls back, and then Jocelyn doesn't know what happened at the top of the mountain. And we turn to Aaron, and she's trying one more time by herself. Boom, fails again. And this is the time when people would, would quit. They would need that huge motivation speech to keep going but she powers through she gets it on her next try and she's up in the air crying because you can that. see the emotion like i think all yeah. of that built up like as she was failing that the moment she got it it kind of just released oh adorable puppy um, right. all that just released and like she just enjoyed the moment after that i feel like she knew like she knew she was in last but then just to look around and remember when you have those moments of where you are and experience it like those happy tears she was crying like i just felt that so much like she, when she was like this is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen and i was like that's what the race is. I Even cried, though she yeah. was in last, like that's exactly those moments. Yeah, I was getting teared. I'm like, you know that feeling. Like you just have to take it in every moment that I you can. That I'm proud of her for holding all that in and powering through and waiting until she was in the air. Because it would have mm -hmm. been really easy to break down, get defeated, and then like have oh, a yeah. moment before you even get going. But she didn't. And I think that speaks a lot as a racer. The fact that you keep pushing through, even though you know you're in last. And then you mm -hmm. have you can have your release. I'm not one of these people that judge it. Like I cried on the race three times. I don't remember how much was shown, but like I cried. I, I cried a few times too. Justin <laughs> cried enough for everybody. But like I don't I don't fault that at all. But she did no. it at a time that was appropriate. Like she just did what she, I don't know. She pulled it out, even though she did it like a moment up. of like over like just beauty just realizing yeah, like I love where, that where she is and what she's saying and. It's we did that when we thought we were going home in Brazil, trying to enjoy the helicopter ride. I, I was trying to take it in, and I know, I know a little piece of what that's like. And it, it was emotional because of her reaction to it. It was just made me cry. Yeah, I knew it wasn't just me feeling that excitement when I turned and I looked at Diana, and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> and then and, yeah, and I turn and look at the screen, and Aaron is crying, and I'm like, wow. 
this is this is real. This is happening. This is what the race is all about. It brings those feelings, and, and you get invested. And then Jocelyn gives a great little speech, keeping uh, her, her spirits up, saying, "You never know. Somebody could have got lost." Oh, um, Jocelyn's in. Oh. And this is this is one of those times when the team can get down and be bummed. Oh, and, hey, Jocelyn. Hey, thanks for making it. <laughs> People can get down and bummed and all bummed out, and they kept their spirits high and they ran to the yeah. line and they finished strong. And then I gotta respect that because I respect that too because I hate when people come to the mat and they did the coulda, shoulda, woulda the next day and they keep going on and on and on and like they didn't do that and that's that's really important to me and that sticks out with certain racers when they do that when they keep the positivity up even though you got eliminated so you know yeah. kudos to them for doing it, that it reminded me so much of when Tiffany was cheering you on in um, Macau like when, as soon as Jocelyn landed, Erin's apologizing. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, you know, you know, there's nothing to apologize for. We could be a keep on racing. You never yeah. know it. I mean, yeah, because you don't ever always... know. So you just have to, you know, but, uh, that way. There is some more stuff that we didn't hear about that we're going to get to. Uh, so finishing in first, Tyler oh. and Corey, they win uh, a trip to Bora Key Island in the Philippines, uh, which they're going to give to us. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? No. no. Oh, I was like, whoa. Like we have no. To, I know. And I love that uh, Travelocity always throws in a spa package so that we can hear Phil say spa. Whenever he says spa, it's like trending on Twitter for some reason. People love it. And finishing right behind them in the same frame as we could see, it's Kurt and Brody. And, and uh, Brody looks a little peeved. Not happy. Not happy there. <laughs> he wanted to go to the Philippines really bad. Well, they're also competitive. He just wants to win that red leg, and he felt it wasn't his fault they lost. And uh, finishing up at the top as well is Matt and Dana. And then the surprise uh, team here, Scott and Blair. Yeah. They have been moving up. It was moving like up. Eight, uh, 11, eight, or 11, 9, 8, 8, and 4, I think. And that was like me and Tiff, just climbing the ladder. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my pick. Start from the bottom, end up at the top. There yeah. it is. And then Zach and Rachel finish. Now, this is where there's a little jumble up. So Sherry and Cole uh, finish, and then Bernie and Ashley are there. And I would love to know how that played out, because that's the one thing that didn't like they didn't show you. Ding, ding. I got the answer. I had information from some people that I know at the race. And, uh, the no, the big thing was uh, Sherry, uh, her parachute, when she was coming down, they landed on a uh, crew, like a camera crew. And so they couldn't instantly let go of their shoot. They had to like get out of the area and you know go to a place. So at that, and uh, when uh, Bernie and when Ashley landed, they immediately got their shoot off and just left out. So okay. they were able to pass them over at the mat. So I was like, oh, what happened? So it's those little things you don't get to see, but we get to exclusive information here, and I'm so lucky. I will say one more thing too about Sherry and Cole when they checked in. Yes. And I can Mom and I can relate to this, and I don't know if you call this when you're watching it. So he's like, Bernie and Ashley, you're uh, in sixth place. If you look at Sherry and Cole for any other team, they would be like, yeah, we're in seventh place. But they've gotten a penalty, and I could see it on their face. Like, after you get your first penalty, every time you check in, you're like, oh, God, am I really? Yes, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it on their face, and I remember feeling that every time after Mom and I had gotten that penalty. So I'm curious to know if they really were, if that really was the feeling that I saw, because I think that's what it was. 
Right, because you're like kind of paranoid that every time you check in, like something's going to happen, you're saying? Yeah, because you have no idea. Like the first time you do your penalty, you're like, oh, crap, I didn't even know that was going to happen. So like Mm -hmm. every time you check in, you're a little hesitant. Like, am I really... Here is everything okay? Then, yeah. Then you get the like, yeah, there we go. Well, because Phil will say like you're the fourth team to arrive. However, However yeah. and you're like, oh my god. And uh, I have some information as well. In a couple weeks, when we're back with the next episode on April third, we will have Sherry on Woo! the show to yeah, explain Sherry. all of this and some stuff that we see in the next episode. If you if you do look at the previews coming up, we see Sherry crying and apologizing. We see her falling in the yeah. middle of the street and cold and worrying. Stuff coming up. So I need to know what this is all about. So she is going to be joining us. I believe it's April 3rd, which is totally awesome. And um, uh, next episode, we see some dancing involved. So we know Matt and Dana are going to set their game up. And I will say that dance looks super hard because Dana's like an amazing dancer. Like I love just watching them dance. But she kind of looked confused and a little and bit, a little did. bit of a hot mess. I saw that. She looked like she was struggling or like she just lost. That might just be her dance face. You know how yeah, she's she in the zone. If, she, if that's like her dancing, I would love to see like everyone else. That was my biggest, biggest fear like on the race was getting a dance challenge and not being able to do <laughs> it on the first try. I think that's probably like every dancer's fear. So maybe she was just... nervous about it (laughs) we see cliff diving we see tyler oakley eskimo kissing somebody on the race that was adorable (laughs) so i don't don't know maybe tyler found a boyfriend finally hey go for it and uh we also see camels versus bikes which i'm really yeah it kind of looked like they would have to race the camel and beat the camel or something that's uh so that looks really cool all right Overall thoughts of the episode, Diana. What are you thinking? Um, I really liked it. Uh, I think because it's going to be another two weeks before the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think it was exactly what they needed. A couple people also said that. And I think overall as a season, um, I'm pretty impressed with it. And even my good friend Susan, who doesn't like anything, is really enjoying the season. <laughs> so that says a lot. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys knew Susan. Yeah, Susan this Mitchell. Oh, right? no! <laughs> Susan that we speak about. Like, what is the Susan. deal? Well, look, if we'll she's, talk about it later. If she's okay. impressed with the season, then that means that it's a great season. So, oh, she's she, oh, like, she's imp- okay, yeah. Susan. Choose one of our choose one of our hands. Yeah, Susan. <laughs> I will say I think this episode was um, really good, especially at the end. The end had like all the, like the the tension that you needed. Um, I was shocked. This was an elimination episode. Agreed. Like I for sure thought it was going to be a non-elimination episode. I thought really? it was going to be a continuation. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So okay. here's my guess, though. Since this one wasn't, I guarantee you, next one is. There's no way they're going to say two non-elims for the top six teams. Yeah, it has to be the next one if it wasn't this one. It doesn't have to be anything. That's why the race is so amazing. They always keep you guessing. I don't know. They're not going to have a non-elimination before two weeks off. You can't do that. That's that's, that's playing with the emotions too much. That's true, too. Um, I do have the updated uh, little, like, scores, or the averages whenever we want. I'm going to do my my hair flip because you guys did everything. You're stuck already. Uh, Diana didn't put anybody in yeah, check. I'm oh, not gonna, yeah. no, go ahead. Who's getting the hair flip? So mine is kind of, I feel like someone that was, I don't know, that I noticed, but mine <laughs> hair flip is going to Ashley. 
Um, I feel like when she did the zip line the first time, she was faster than any person that did it. I watched her and she literally did it so quick. Then when the clue job, she got right back on. She did it again, didn't say a word. Then her doing the other detour and taking that chance and her just being like, okay, we got to make it wider. Let's do it. Like she was just down for anything. And then also when she fell again at the roadblock, she got right back up and then did it again her second try. So I have to say she kind of flew under the radar and she was such a warrior in this episode. So I really just want to give her props because I know a lot of people talk about how strong like Bernie is, but that girl is just as strong and um, I think she deserves some credit. Amen. Right. I agree. Can I tell you also just how much of a girl crush I have on her? I don't know what it is, but I have you such a girl crush on her, Ashley. Yeah, you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to claim everybody over there. Yeah, I just have, everybody has to be mine. That's it. It's mine. She's hoarding people. I, I thought the I overall thought the episode was awesome. Um, I thought I wish there was a couple more opportunities for people to pass people, but I thought the landscape was beautiful. I thought uh, the, the the last fifteen minutes of the episode was some of the best fifteen minutes of ever. I thought it was in, exciting. In race. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the excitement. Um, but uh, obviously there are some 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 parts that could have been better. But I, overall, I really thought I really enjoyed this uh, this leg. And do you have anybody you want to? No, I don't have anybody. Really? No, it's just such a great episode. There was nobody that did anything that deserved it. Hmm. I mean, if anything, it was more of like seeing really really good times of teamwork that people really got along and people really worked well together. That there was no uh, check moments. Sorry. All right. Who do we? Nice. Who do we think is uh, going to be eliminated next? Oh, actually, before we get to that, let's get to some statistics that uh, Superfan James Earl has uh, been calculating. He has a supercomputer. We just need a little sound clip. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, I, like I said, I, the whole time I'm doing this, I'm including the eliminated teams because sometimes eliminated teams have better averages. Okay. But from bottom to top, Coming in 11th place is still Marty and Hayden at 9.5. Unfortunately, they're pretty locked in. They're not going to be able to change their position. Next, Darius and Cameron at 8. They're also not going to be able to change their position. Next is Scott and Blair, who's also tied for 8. Wow. Great for them. Their average is going to go up next week no matter what. So they still have room to grow. Sherry and Cole, 7.4. Aaron and Jocelyn, 7.2. Brittany and Jessica, 7. Then we have Zach and Rachel, 5.6. Bernie and Ashley, 4.4. Dana and Matt coming in at 3. Brody and Kurt, 2.2. And Tyler and Corey at 1.6, which I think is actually, I think actually is like the top average right now of ever. Granted, there's a lot of race to go. That's but they're crazy. Setting themselves up, they're setting themselves up for real success here. I know, but it's crazy to have that good of an average already. And just knowing it's like 2 one, two, one, one or something is just... Well, listen. They, I know they're my picks, but don't they beat deserve my record. <laughs> they're not gonna listen. Uh, I, I'm very confident that they will not beat our record. Uh, I, not, you, they can't get ninth on any leg. Like they can't. Right, they can't get ninth. But I, I just think that uh, I don't see. You don't Kurt see them and, staying in the top. No, three, I, 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 I don't see Kurt and Brody like falling off like Team Texas fell off. Uh, and I see a lot of other teams getting stronger. They just have to maintain where they are. I, I understand. I see a lot of other teams getting stronger. So I think there's a possibility for a couple legs for them to slip back. I definitely see them in the final three. I mean, All right, so I'm okay. They're my picks. Next week, uh, what's going on? Can we just say for draft picks, though? Like, I have all three, Kurt Brody, Tyler, Corey, Scott, and Blair. 
James Earl, you have Bernie and Ashley still, Sherry and Cole, and Justin, you have Dana and Matt, and Zach and Rachel, so... I'm beating you both. We should have negotiated, like, a prize. For oh, the well, we didn't. Sorry, but... Uh, it'll be bragging rights. It'll be bragging rights. No, I really appreciate each and everybody who's here, everybody who stopped by in the chat room. We oh, love... Tyler. And Tyler Oakley is, and a lot of other people were asking about my seal clap. I mentioned it yeah. briefly earlier, but let me like remind everyone officially my seal clap was to Sherry when she was on her roadblock and she was like trying to take off in the air and her little legs just kept on ticking. Like that <laughs> yeah, made me so that. happy. I saw that. She was like a little kid that can't reach on a seat. Yes. <laughs> and if you didn't see the Superfan Award, uh, Sherry also got the Superfan Award for two things. One, showing uh, how to overcome your fear by going and getting the, the, the clue uh, when Cole... Uh, couldn't and then two talking Cole into overcoming his fears to do the task that she knew was better so she definitely deserves definitely. a super fan uh, and the super mom award on this episode so and in honor of that on April 3rd she will be joining us as well I'm Sherry excited. I'm very excited to talk to you I did I don't want to have like another Southern accent on this show. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> okay, so we are going to Shanghai um, next week. Maybe. So Maybe if we can get our visas. Uh, if not, then we'll be here. But uh, so, <laughs> so do we want to do a show? Um, Let's ask them if they want us to. Chat room. Chat room. Do you want us to have maybe a guest, a season twenty-eight guest? Well, maybe on, we could or? do like a Q and A. So like it would be couple. like. So what, it would be me and James Zorro saying and a guest? No, I would do it Friday when the race was supposed to be on, maybe Friday night at 8. Oh, that'd be cool. If the race is not on, maybe we'll have a bunch of season 28s. If anybody from season 28 wants to join us next week, we'd love Everyone to Everyone in the chat room saying yes, 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 yes. So let's do it. And someone wants to come on. Well, is everybody out. available Friday? Friday at 8? Yeah, they'd be watching Friday that. Friday night at 8. Are you guys available Friday at 8? Just want to make sure. Oh, um, I should be. You're a doctor, so I can't... That's amazing race time, so of course I'm ready. All right, so Friday, the next one is going to be a Friday at 8. Uh, well, I'm going to try to book some special guests. Uh, if any of you guys want to reach out to me, you know my social media. Maybe we'll get some past get racers from other seasons Ooh. and have like a, a, a big kind of Q&A of past racers, uh, current racers. I think it'll be fun. Let's see who we could get. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe each of let's us will bring a, a guest. Yeah, let's make it a, a surprise. Maybe each of us surprise that we don't know right now. <laughs> yeah, that's... But two, how about each of us find a guest? Okay. Pressure is on. Find one. You'll find one for the both I'll of us. I'll find right? one for the both of us. Okay. <laughs> I'll find two. All right. I'm sure you guys, you guys have plenty of people reaching out to you. So we'll have a bunch of guests Friday, 8 o'clock. Please join us. Thank you. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and telling your friends about this. Uh, we have so much fun doing this, and without that chat room, without you guys watching, there really is no fun for us to do this. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Um, Thank you also today, me and... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Tiffany and I have been doing um, master classes. We've been teaching other women, trying to inspire other women to dance, and we've had such a great turnout. So we just released our... Second video today, it's on my Facebook and my Twitter, and I know so many of you guys have big social media accounts, so if you could please, please help us share it and support us, it would mean everything to us, and you could find the link. I don't know if Justin put it in um, yeah. down there, and um, it's on my Facebook and my Twitter, so I hope you guys enjoy it and check it out, and you know, we're one not, question. one day we'll be like Dana and Matt, but... <laughs> 
One oh, question. Uh, what's yeah. up with all the flannel shirts tied by around the waist? What's going on with that? Um, you know, guys, how... guys like to watch these videos too. That's, oh, you Ooh. don't like the flannel shirts? Wow. <laughs> I get it. I don't know. That's like kind of like a new like dance thing. Everybody like when, when it makes you feel like more hip hoppy. I'll, I'll make oh, it over that. I, I, no flannel shirts was... next time. We don't require it. People just wear them. Oh, I, like there was so many of them. I thought you were like, everybody bring a flannel shirt. That's no, why I asked. <laughs> no, it's just like a new dance thing now. Everybody's doing it. Okay. Well, good. But good. yeah, thank you so much. If you guys can just support us and share it with me and everything. So it, absolutely. Yeah, she's not asking you to pay for anything. She's asking you to go and uh, like click something. a thumb up on a video. It's free. It takes two and seconds. Just share it for us. We're not, keep, you know. Keep it up with Criffany? <laughs> yeah, keep it up with Criffany. Not the card. Right. James L, <laughs> do you want to tell him where uh, you're giving out free um, flu shots or something? Oh, Jocelyn did it already. You're so cute. Wow. Adorable. <laughs> His face. I unfortunately do not have really cool stuff going on social media. I just get to join y'all every week and have the time of my life. And, and we really appreciate you making time for us. I love you. I love this every week. And Diana, uh, C11 Charity Can Challenge. I uh, went to the mailbox and there was nothing in there. Well, I'm going to post upset. pictures. We're going to start sending some thank you notes out. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what the C11 Charity Can Challenge is, Diana uh, collects like magnets and uh, travel trinkets, like pens and things like that. She puts them in her classroom. She has a charity can where the kids can donate money, any kind of money that they want on their goes own. to the Rose of Charity Orphanage that we visited in our season, and then they can pick something off the board. And we have like a big map, and we've been pinning all the places that people send us things from, so the kids are really excited about it. I'm going to uh, take some more pictures. Uh, do it, uh, upload them to the Facebook and start sending out some of our thank you notes. So those of you that did donate magnets, uh, you'll get your thank you notes soon. Love you guys. Wow. You made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the races recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.